0: All right. I'm going to use this as the back channel and I'm not editing it. So I'm not putting the old jingle in. This is it. This is from the original iPhone. Sorry. What was your question again?
1: It looks like it's newer than the original iPhone.
0: Oh, that's the original iPhone with the dock.
1: I would have guessed 3GS or something.
0: And the dock connector. Apple went full retard. This is like when they came out with the iPod Hi-Fi. To demonstrate what a $400, $500 sound system should look for an iPod. So you can get real good sound. They pioneered that market. They pioneered the market for good Bluetooth earbuds. By coming out with this demonstration piece. So they may do it again. With, uh, I think, they'll have a Bluetooth headset. That has a, a lightning connector. And you plug it in. And that instantly syncs it to that device. So functionally, you get audio straight to the thing that you just plugged in, like you would with an earbud, or uh, normal earpods that you plug in through the uh, eighth-inch jack.
1: You need to have that hi-fi out at the LAN next weekend. Yeah, I will. I'll be blasting Hillary Clinton laughing. I'm looking at a PC Magazine review of it from 2006. It's got... Four point five out of five, excellent rating. It's pretty damn good. Three hundred and fifty bucks brand new. That's expensive. Two
2: thousand six? Are you shitting me?
1: Yeah, that's my uh
0: primary speaker system.
1: <laughs> that thing that you had that thing make sure that thing works. Don't don't overuse it because that thing will be worth it's already worth three times what it would cost. I'm sure it you works. could sell that thing for over a thousand dollars. Yeah.
0: Maybe not now, but at some point I was able to
1: to Maybe apple the collectors future. definitely that that thing is a, it's such a niche product oh it's awesome they only they only made it for a year didn't they
0: yeah and i can replace the batteries there it takes d cells so i can put in i have a where did i put that i have a d cell case where i slip in a bunch of uh, double a's and then i could charge that with a bunch of lithium double a's that are rechargeable
2: yeah i got that in a lacrosse charger that's fucking awesome
1: just ordered that though where did i put it where the only thing that, that sucks about the hi-fi though is that it's got that 30 pin dock connector but i have optical and analog so i could just hook up a
0: bluetooth module to the back and tape it there
1: would that work if you bought a 30 pin to lightning uh, connector with the volume controls work on it with that no
0: i don't remember i don't know
1: i'm not worried about
0: the connector though be a lot of stress on that 30 pin too i don't need it to charge my phone i would want bluetooth
1: i know Plus. but it's it's nice to have something you could just set your phone in and control the volume from two little buttons on the device itself or does that volume control all the inputs too keep in mind the old ipods didn't have a volume rocker you had to like press use the scroll the wheel. miss you had to press the center button and then yeah and then Dude, That's I how you alternate between skipping in, and, in and a box. Some what's in a box? The iPod, a cl-
2: classic. iPod classic.
1: And I get that amount of storage in my iPhone now. I'm looking at a beat to shit iPhone 5s right now.
0: They had one iPhone Classic or iPod Classic that had 160 gig drive in it, and then they could never get their hands on the parts again, so they went back to 120s pretty soon there's going to be iphones that have 256 meg gigs of flash memory and they can store 256
2: megs though i don't know if you'll ever get that far (laughs) who would ever need that much anyway
0: you know they did have an ipod shuffle that had 256 megs and it was a big flash drive like the size of your middle finger that length and it would hang from a necklace yeah i've got one it's in the cupboard the usb connector the little cap had um little beads in it that were spring-loaded that would be the retention for holding it connected to the uh lanyard. Everything they make is like
1: pretty high end. The uh PlayStations. Yeah. Except for we're talking about Apple right now, right? Yeah. The magic mouse and the way that charges is completely unacceptable. <laughs> the new keyboard that they created, unacceptable. I used the new trackpad, the magic trackpad thing that you have. The one that you have is so much more elegant than the new one they came out with. Yours is like, it's like a wedge of metal with a rounded end on it that you stick the batteries in. The new one, it's this ugly, flat fucking piece of plastic. It's a piece of glass it's, and aluminum. The bottom, I thought it was plastic. Aluminium.
0: Aluminium. The, the bottom probably is, yeah. I don't,
1: know. I don't know. I was using it at the Apple store The bottom yesterday. of mine is plastic
0: the bottom of my keyboard is plastic technically yeah but
1: the, the everything that your fingers are touching it feels high quality when i was Same using this the thing current one. If, i don't know it it felt cheap to me and then the the um what's the other thing uh how about the keystroke travel on the new the keyboard? apple pen the pencil the pencil is i don't know why you don't like the pencil it feels like cheap fucking shit and it's a hundred dollars you just don't like the feeling of plastic it's cheap-feeling fucking plastic. The thing has no weight to it. The cap that comes off of the little brittle lightning connector, it just feels yeah, so... you lose it. It feels so jank. It does not feel like an Apple product. It seems like something that they offloaded to, to the lowest bidder to produce. And then the the, the tech that's in it, they, they, it was probably well-made, but the... It's the, super high-end tech. Yeah, but the, the tech is great, but the feel and the construction of the device, I hate. You don't like plastic. It
2: takes like a 2007 Wacom. That's garbage.
0: Nah, it's uh, Bluetooth. It's got Bluetooth. Yeah. Little microscopic antennas in the tip. Yeah. But so yeah. There's
2: pressure sensitivity. The same thing that Wacom tablets will do at 100 bucks.
1: It only works with yeah. the iPad Pro. You have to buy the. You have to have the display. That it, works it is with. a more expensive Wacom
0: tablet. I have a big 12 by 12 from like 2003 or something. It works on old IREX workstations. I've got drivers for every fucking platform. It's really cool. Very compatible. And it does 1024 level, uh, resolution.
2: Yeah, basically the same sensitivity as a hundred dollar iPad pin. Yes. But
0: I, it's disconnected. I'm not drawing directly on the screen. That's the difference.
2: And it it's just doesn't, an active pin technology. It's it doesn't not do that cool. Uh, 240
0: Hertz or whatever. which is what the screen does. So you get the pen near and you're in an application where you can draw, it's going to refresh and sample at a very, very high
2: uh, resolution. It Just admit that it's an evolution, not a revolution now.
0: It is an evolution because Wacom had a screen that was pressure sensitive, same idea, but you wrote on the pressure sensitivity layer, which was separate from the screen and, uh, Apple's laptops are kind of where they developed uh, the technology where the glass is literally the screen. It's all one thing. There's no more uh, layer with that weird matte filter. That's not like they're separate components that are assembled. You're just, if you touch the screen, you're literally touching the glass that is your LCD. The older MacBooks had a layer of glass in the way. The old iMacs. Actually, the first iMac to have it was probably before the MacBook Pro. So the old iMacs, the glass was separate, and you had to put suction cups on it and pull the glass off. Now, if you do that, I don't know if you can, but if you did, you'd be pulling the whole LCD with it. And the problem with the old way was when you take that glass off, you can't help it. Dust in the air automatically sticks to the glass or the LCD panel, and when you put it back together... There will always be something in between the glass and the screen. And if you're moving a window across your screen, you see the dust on the screen and you can't clean it because it's inside. But the whole thing was held up with magnets.
1: Recently, we had to buy a a new Thunderbolt display for a client. They don't make those anymore. uh, Yeah, they stopped making them in June of this year we found a best buy in corona that had them in stock i had to drive all the way up to corona go pick the fucking thing up you can buy refurb ones from the apple store still but they have to order them was it thunderbolt or cinema display it was th- it was thunderbolts 27 inch uh 27 inch thunderbolt display for what computer uh brand new macbook pro 13 inch so she was going to use that She's like, she comes into their office maybe three times a week, so she just brings in her MacBook mm-hmm. and hooks it up to that. That's really and then, cool. It's really cool because the Thunderbolt carries the Ethernet. You just plug the yeah. Ethernet in the back of the... um so sexy. Them. I really like that display. That's,
2: that's not sexy at all. That's the same shit that DisplayPort's been able to do for 10 years. Well, Apple DisplayPort's in the spec. They made DisplayPort that. is the spec. It's an no, it's Intel. On. Yeah, DisplayPort is definitely the spec. port <laughs> is
0: the spec. Yeah, Thunderbolt is the spec that puts that whole outboard motherboard on the display. DisplayPort is just is being encoded. It's packetized and sent over to that fucking little motherboard there and then displayed.
2: I missed what you were saying. Someone was yelling in my ear.
0: The display has a motherboard in it. It has a full NIC, FireWire, Ethernet, 7.1 in and out through optical. That's
1: all Thunderbolt. It's a very expensive
2: display, but it's worth every penny. I'm about to bring you up the article that discusses the interoperability standards between DisplayPort and Thunderbolt and why it was designed that way.
0: Bandwidth is much higher than I know it was designed that way because Apple made it for their laptops many moons ago. And in fact,
2: before so Are that, you saying that Apple had any hand... In that mini display port connector? Yeah, that they, they use that. for the same No, they, they also did not make mini display port. They, yeah, they, they, they no way. No, the mini display port's been a standard for a lot longer, but they've been using it. They just happen to think it was small and sexy and use it in their devices.
1: I don't know. And I've at, seen mini display port in Apple devices way before I saw it in anything else. I know that the before they did the Unibody Max. They, they. I think they started putting them in those, like right, right, right at the end before they they went to the unibody max, because um, they didn't actually have HDMI ports. The the before they had unibody max, none of the MacBooks had HDMI. They only had the mini DisplayPort connector. So they've been doing that for a really long time.
2: DisplayPort designed in May 2006. Apple 2008. Yeah, but what was yeah. using...
1: U, USB 3.0 was technically conceived in 2008 or 2009, but nothing was using it until like 2011 or 2012. The spec so.
0: introduction is always before the actual hardware.
2: Okay. DisplayPort and Mini DisplayPort are open specs by the Visa people. Yes.
0: And they were granted That's- patent access from Apple. Same with USB Type 3... Or USB-C. I mean, uh, they invented that connector on their 2003 cinema displays.
2: It developed by Visa, not by Apple. By Visa.
0: Well, Visa's the standards body. So yeah, they worked hand in hands with them. And I'm pretty yeah, sure they, were they gave them hand, the patent. But
2: Apple did not give them DisplayPort. I've had this. Actually I can't say I've had it since before 2008 cuz 2008 was the first time I got a Dell display with a display port on it. Yeah, but DisplayPort and Mini DisplayPort
1: I think Apple was the first manufacturer to use it though in, with their hardware. So
2: they have been the first people to use it as one of their standards. That that's probably completely true.
1: I know Apple over the years had weird connectors. Like they had remember that proprietary DVI connector that they yeah, had? Apple display connector. I was going to talk about that. Because that was the precursor
0: to... Because it carried audio, too. display port,
2: just like a mini display port, almost, from the outside of us, not from the inside. ADC? The mini DVI connector that Apple know. used for years. About,
0: no, no, ADC, Apple Display Connector, before that. They created their own proprietary DVI, essentially, and that connector ran the power... So the display only had one connector. Your computer powered the display a through USB ADC. Too. It ran all the USB to your mouse and keyboard and everything. And uh the vol- the brightness buttons and stuff, because it was that was very unusual, the brightness adjusters. And that was all like two thousand two.
2: Okay, so Um, I was partially wrong and partially right on this. Apparently, Mini DisplayPort was announced by Apple as an extension of the DisplayPort spec.
1: Yeah, DisplayPort has been around for years. Yeah, it's been around a long time. Yeah, but the thing is, though, it was the
2: first packetized shit that would carry audio and other data. So it doesn't have to be Ethernet; it can be USB. But that was around. You could daisy chain things with DisplayPort for a lot longer than you could with Mini Display Ports from Apple stuff. It happened years before that. It was just only implemented on really high-end Dell displays.
1: Yeah, uh, I was going to say is the funny thing about DisplayPort is, is that like full size DisplayPort is that when it came out, nothing used it. You couldn't find any laptops that would have it as a connector. No video cards had it. It was like, and the irony of it is now I've seen it on pretty much every single brand new Ultrabook or uh th- like thin laptop where you would think they're trying to save space they put the fucking full-size displayport connectors in those because it's the only one i think that carries the 1.3 spec for um because displayport 1.3 is the one that does uh 4k at 60 hertz
2: at 10-bit color
1: oh is that the thing it was 10-bit color yeah I know the color. there was one it's... other thing
2: yeah so um I've 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 been an evangelist for DisplayPort for going on ten years now, because it's royalty free. You don't have to pay the HDMI mafia, but you do Nate's HDMI. Yeah, and Nate's HDMI cables would have to pay a ten thousand dollar a year royalty to the HDMI people, plus about a quarter per connector, well fifteen to twenty cents per connector, depending on how many you made. Just to have a shitty standard that has handshake issues.
1: Why does DisplayPort cost so much more than HDMI, then?
2: No, uh, I don't the economy know. economy of scale. That does, you're right, though, and that sucks because the DisplayPort is so much more functional.
0: Yeah, it can be converted to any other format. All the way back to S-Video. You can down-convert to anything. And it's future-proof because it's packetized. You can send it over fucking any de- connector you want. USB-C. Ethernet. You know what?
1: Now that I think about it, the demand is higher than ever for DisplayPort now. Because it's of yeah. well, because of uh, G-Sync and FreeSync, the adaptive sync features only DisplayPort yeah. supports it. HDMI yeah. is just DVI,
2: and that's that's such shit that it had to be implemented at some sort of proprietary hardware level because adaptive sync has been supported by DisplayPort for like eight years now. Yeah. It was just like the 1.1 spec, and then NVIDIA had to put a chip with it to do, I don't even know what that does that's outside of DisplayPort's adaptive refresh rate. But they had to do something to change it. But that's been part of DisplayPort spec for years.
0: That's the case with most standards. They're the last to arrive, but they always win in the end. It's like open source in general.
1: I bet you if you go on uh, Mono Price right now, you probably can't find six foot DisplayPort cables. Every time I've tried to buy a couple more just to have, they've been sold out.
2: Yeah, and on, so on that note, I know you go to Micro Center once in a while, mate, and now since I don't work there anymore, I can talk all the shit I want. So uh, they actually sell certified DisplayPort cables there. You had to look for special labeling, but the same shit they sold for $39, I could buy an employee price for like three bucks. Nice. I actually called the manufacturer, and I was like, "Look, this is the discrepancy between your display, your packaging, and what the cable is saying online." And they're like, "Oh, yeah, it's actually what it is. We're just phasing out the old packaging." So they actually have certified 4K DisplayPort cables at the store and special QVS packaging that looks slightly evolved from the older one. They'll charge you forty bucks for, but employees can buy for three bucks. The six foot cable is like two, but the 15 foot cable is three. Huh. Now, I don't know if you're obsessive about cable management like I am, but um, I had to have the 15 so I could ride it around some shit.
0: Yeah, I've seen some crazy zip tie jobs from Nate. Bundling all those cables. Yeah. It's a lot of work and then you move and then it's always disappointing. You got to break it up.
2: Or- or you have to add one more cable to it. Ah, I had
1: did to you ever take, like- Did you ever take advantage of those, uh, $5 off $5 off $30 coupons at micro center?
2: I've never even seen one of those.
1: Dude, retail me not has new ones every month and I use them every month because we buy so much shit from micro center. I can just go in, use one of those with a purchase and I can get a uh, free, you know, SD card or whatever. So they had Pi Zeros in stock and they only cost five bucks. So I got a free Pi Zero. Um, That's the, uh, it's basically a Raspberry Pi 1 with twice the RAM. And, uh, well, I guess it was the, what was it? The one that you had, Ryan, it was the the Pi 1, but it was the type B or what was it? It would have been whatever the, um, yeah, it was probably B. Because yours was different than mine. Mine had two hundred and fifty six megs, and yours had five twelve. Yeah, and I had nothing but trouble
0: with it. The finicky power and everything. The power is the worst. Made it almost
1: useless.
2: They still haven't even solved that with the Pi threes because the Pi threes will draw over two amps, and there's so many people selling shit power supplies. But the one you can get from Micro Center for ten bucks that does it comes out five and a quarter volts at two point four amps. I measured it on that Pine sixty four at the uh, general purpose pins, and it was still getting five point two volts there. The Pi
1: two is what you want because it it's a quad core and it pulls way less power. Being the reason why black. the pi 3 pulls way more power is because it's got built-in wi-fi and bluetooth so it's got to power both of those as well
2: yeah and it's shit because it's all of its uh so they i was reading about the specs of this when i was trying to figure out why I, I got a pi to boot from a solid state via a usb connector but it was really slow because the usb connectors and the ethernet are both hung off the usb bus but the wi-fi is not it's a separate chip it has no connectivity with the USB, bus as has a straight line to that Broadcom SOC. So you actually got better throughput with Wi-Fi when you have a USB drive connected than you do straight from the USB drive. Hmm. Oh, because you're overloading
0: the one USB chip?
2: Yeah, and it's only one, one 480 megabit you know, Oh, when they
0: multiplex it or something? Are they, like, splitting it?
2: Dividing yeah, the bandwidth in half? They're dividing the bandwidth between hmm. four USB ports and Ethernet,
0: that's the problem with the Pi Two, then.
2: And yeah, the Pi Two has the exact same issues with that. Is that your USB will just wreck your uh, Ethernet? Oh, I'm be- I'm man. guessing even more if you have a Wi-Fi chip on there. If you have a USB Wi-Fi, because there's so much overhead involved with decrypting Wi-Fi packets.
0: The BeagleBone Black has hardware acceleration for that. For a specific type of AES, I don't know about the uh, it's cipher it's CBC uh, AES one twenty eight. So I don't know if that applies to Wi Fi decrypting.
2: Wi Fi uh, WPA two personal is AES two fifty six.
1: Yeah, it won't work then. So yeah, the Pi zero is like half the size of the Pi one. Yeah, the zero looks really cool for 5 bucks it's pretty crazy. You should yeah. take it and drywall it into
0: somebody's house.
2: Dude Nate, there were so many fucking neckbeards that came into the store when that thing. Sold 200 of them in the first 10 minutes the store was open.
1: Wow. Yeah, I know they were they were sold out for a long time. Cuz the first it's but the thing's been out for like not like 9 or 10 months and uh the first time they had it in stock was uh when I got it. There's no nick though. Yeah, you have to hook up a USB. Doesn't matter, though, because the built-in NIC is already USB anyway.
2: Yeah, the thing that you should be buying from Micro Center Nate are fucking computers. They sell almost every single brand-new computer at below their cost on them. Same thing with motherboards and processors. There is literally less than zero markup on them.
1: Yeah, we buy all our processors
2: from them. Especially if you get those bundle deals with the fifty dollars off, you can't buy those as an employee because they lose so much money on them. That store is just a way to suck the life out of you as a person, though. Like it's so shitty dealing with those kind of people. It's a lot better being on the other side of the counter with a six-figure job than it was fucking working there dealing with those kind of assholes. Yeah. This is back
0: channel. Should I just end it now?
2: I'll keep on going, man. Uh, I don't give a shit. If they know I talk shit about the way the people work there,
0: they probably won't. I don't put this feed on iTunes. At least not yet. I'm afraid that this feed will get me banned.
2: I'll tone it down. If you want me to. no,
0: no, no. I, I do it. RSS only on the website. I just, there's no link through iTunes people subscribe direct so yeah, I can say whatever that s- I want
2: man from that store there's so many ways to get good deals I'd hook people up routinely only if you weren't an asshole
0: Oh, thanks for the invite
2: Wait, there was a found an i7 fifth generation computer for 40 bucks because the way their markdowns work is it's 10% off initially, and then every 30 days it's there, it's 5%. But there's a huge catch on the store side there, is that they don't service half those brands. So half of them get sent back to the manufacturer and then returned to the store. So by the time they get there, they've got like four months of markdowns on them. And if you can find all the time, if you find something wrong with packaging, they'll give you 10 or 15% off. It's just a good way to get shit for even cheaper than they already sell it. Like their Ubiquiti stuff, they sell it below Amazon's price. It's fucking awesome. You can go in there and outfit a whole office with Ubiquiti access points and a couple UniFi switches and an edge router for $100 less than you'd get it on Amazon.
0: That's pretty good. It's hard to beat Amazon. It's a bunch of pirated bullshit on there. Not that that's what you wanted. But they'll ship it to you.
2: Or they'll ship you something like that that they say it is, right? Yeah. Ooh. Still piping audio. I'm sitting here looking at DisplayPort stuff. I just really wish... Even as an employee, man, those dis- mini DisplayPort converters were still fucking expensive. Yeah, to DisplayPort... What? God. What are you converting to? Anything. I've got a bunch of shit with mini display port on it, a bunch of laptops.
0: You're trying to convert down to VGA or something.
2: It didn't, it didn't matter, man. Mini display port to DVI. The most expensive ironically was mini display port to display port. That was the most expensive one.
0: Yeah, that doesn't make that much sense, but the other ones kind of make sense because it's got to have a, like a DSP in there.
2: And you know there's multiple types of those DisplayPort connectors as well. If you look on the side of something with display DisplayPort, if it doesn't have a plus beside it, that means it needs an active converter, not a passive converter. Like a little booster? It's not a. It's. I I don't think it's a booster, but I don't remember... Ex- I had to look this up a few times, but I don't remember exactly what it is. It's just the active adapters are about three times the price of the normal ones. One thing that does suck about DisplayPort is you can't convert anything to DisplayPort. Yeah. Easily or cheaply. That's why it's best to
0: stick with everything DisplayPort and convert down.
2: Yeah. The main thing I need it for is that I have a DisplayPort add-in card that came with one of my motherboards, or I can uh, send audio out over Thunderbolt or I'm sorry, send video and audio and data out over Thunderbolt through a bunch of display port or mini display port connectors that are actually display port in on the card. I just thought it'd be cool at some point to be sending in a bunch of laptop data and not putting it over the computer. Just as proof of concept, not really for anything useful.
0: Couldn't you send Wait laptop data? What do you mean? You're talking about My, capturing video from that? What?
2: I don't know if it's actually capturing if that's what you call it, but it's a way they actually come with uh, two foot long cables that go f- from the outputs on the motherboard to the inputs on the built on the add in card that came with it to send things out over the Thunderbolt bus if you're supposed to call it that or whatever you're supposed to call it. Oh my God, that's such a bizarre hack.
0: Yeah, that's weird. What would you do if you had, uh, I guess you couldn't, um, like an NVIDIA card? You have a dedicated GPU plus integrated. There's no active switching like on a MacBook Pro, right?
2: Stand by. I I was denied denied text privileges.
0: Yeah. Uh, Maybe you can paste it into listening. Maybe it propagates down. Probably doesn't or send it to me direct now. As long as I'm in here, I don't think you can send messages. We can move back to alpha.
2: I send it to uh, your steam. Oh, I'll get logged back in. Uh, there we go.
0: And also does USB 3. Thunderbolt. Wait, Thunderbolt 3?
2: The one I have is Thunderbolt 2. So Thunderbolt 3 is the 40 gig connection, Thunderbolt 2 is the 20. Yeah. We see how it has a bunch of ends. So you, the way they would make it work, and this just sounds fucking stupid, is that you would take the output from the motherboard card or the output from your NVIDIA card, send it in over that DisplayPort in connector, and then output it over the Thunderbolt. So it would actually it'd be processing it through the integrated card or through the... Uh, nvidia card and then you pipe it back through and it'd be combined with whatever else you were putting through that thunderbolt connector and sent to a display
0: well that's a big hack that's pretty cool that they can do that i'm really excited for whatever the next backbook pro is then and whatever display they come out with to replace the thunderbolt display
2: and just the fact that the mac the the Thunderbolt display, or the cinema display, Thunderbolt display, whichever one it was, they could actually daisy-chain. It's pretty much the only modern implementation of that spec. Yeah, the probably the cinema and Thunderbolt,
0: but the Thunderbolt definitely did. You might have been able to do a cinema off of a Thunderbolt. That's probably what it was. You can do Thunderbolt and then down-convert to anything else.
2: Uh, Yeah, so you could take a Thunderbolt, uh, if you had one of those super expensive Thunderbolt storage setups, and then you could use a Thunderbolt out from that and daisy chain it to an Ethernet connector or to uh, another display or whatever, all over one cable out from the computer.
0: Yeah, and then you can take the last cable and plug it into another computer and then do 10 gigabit over Thunderbolt, 10 gigabit networking.
2: And the thing with Thunderbolt, since it's an it's an Intel standard, is that's connected straight to the PCI Express bus, like the one that's on the, on the processor, not on the chipset, on the processor. Yeah,
0: and it, so, so that, that makes it the fastest advanced persistent threat on the planet,
2: or the fastest convenience for transferring it over about eighty-five megabytes real speed.
0: Eighty-five megabytes? No way. You can go way faster than that. I've done. Uh, backups mac to mac over thunderbolt they're fucking really fast it's awesome
2: dude still to this day the 2014 macbook pro that i have that i got the girlfriend for school that still has faster storage than any of my pro series samsung solid states
0: so with thunderbolt one you should be able to get 1.5 gigabytes per second
2: yeah depending on how much you take out for protocol overhead which is you know historically been 20 to 40 percent
0: I don't know if Thunderbolt
2: has that high of a... No,
0: USB goes that high because it's CPU bound, but uh, Thunderbolt has its own dedicated chips and stuff for timing, like Firewire.
2: Which was such a beast of a standard.
0: Firewire was pretty cool. It was basically the same thing. Not PCI Express. It was its own thing, but um, similar functionality with the daisy chaining and all of that. And this just replaces all of that. I have a FireWire Thunderbolt connector. Converts it. Just in case. I keep that around. And I've actually needed that. And the one time I needed it, I didn't fucking have a FireWire 800 cable. I had a 400 cable, but not an 800.
2: Uh, Which one didn't you have? The uh, 6-pin?
0: The 9-pin. 800. FireWire 800 was 9. 6 was 400. And 4-pins was for stuff like... uh, Video cameras. I've been doing that stuff for a while. I'm so happy I don't have to capture tape anymore. Since you just copy the the footage right off a disc now, you don't need real-time capture over Firewire. That was the reason you had it before. And it also let you share time codes, so you wouldn't have uh, uh, audio drift when you do long captures. If I were to take the audio from Nate's computer, or from any other device that was Be recording- a lot of
2: gay porn from Nate's computer.
0: And it was for uh, <laughs> the podcast, you'd have an issue where after about 20 minutes, the audio would drift- and he'd be asking questions, and I'd be answer, answering them many seconds later. Or I'd answer them before he even asked it. Because the timing on computers, it's different. So when you're doing a multi-camera shoot, for example, and you're going to record for about 40 to minutes to 50 minutes, you had to use a, uh, a master clock, and you generally did that over firewire, or a, a timing cable. And you'd link your cameras together and you would use one camera as the master time source. And even though they're all recording to the tape at the same time, all their clocks are slightly different and temperature can affect that. And after 40 minutes, no one's going to be in sync anymore without that master clock. And the rest is history. 40 gigabits. Over a fucking cable. It's pretty impressive how Apple has managed to uh, put themselves in the middle of all of that.
2: Yeah, and most people mistakenly refer to Thunderbolt as an Apple technology, don't they?
0: Yeah, it's, it's Intel. It's just the mini DisplayPort connector that has been kind of de facto its connector. And it was useful for the full duplex and half duplex versions of Thunderbolt 1 and 2. And then with 3, since it's twice that bandwidth, which is only half duplex, technically, I think. Uh, it's time for a new connector and it's crazy. I'm looking at two 2003 aluminum cinema displays in front of me and the power connector for that is the USB C connector. Wow. It's just slightly bigger. And I always thought it was odd that they made this custom connector for it. I always thought it was handy that I could always put it in the right way, but it was just odd that it even existed. Why didn't they just use a circle?
2: I couldn't even imagine a Mac device with a normal barrel jack on it. Could you?
0: No. I like that all of their power stuff is the same for any device where you'd have to adapt the power cord. So uh, the iPad charger, you can pop the top off, put your MacBook Pro extension cable on it, and then you have a... Six foot long iPad charger. Uh, Same with all the MacBooks, even the the current one. The old. Yeah, they
2: they use a Batman plug.
0: Is that what they call that?
2: That's what it's referred to colloquially.
0: Is that the two prong thing with a little groove?
2: Two prong figure eight. The significant part about that is both ends are circular. The polarized version of that has a square end on one. But look, if you pick it up, you'll look, you'll think it's the same thing. So you try to plug it in.
0: Even the Airport Express uses the old ones. Used the little cap you can pull off and slip on the extension for the MacBook Pro. The current ones and the iPod Hi Fi the use, extension guess, the is a,
2: yeah the even the even like a 10 year old macbook you the extension plug for it is a fucking nema 8 connection which is the batman plug
0: yeah and i think it's compatible with one of those straight two prong is that what the batman plug is
2: yeah it's a two prong
0: and you it's just like a little it's a just has two holes and i think you could just slip you could pop the top off one of those macbook pro uh, you pop you the prongs off. Still of it. to this day. Yeah, and then you slip it in, and it doesn't seat over. It doesn't hook in properly, but you can technically fit them together, and that will extend the power. And you can pull one of those power cables off of a PlayStation. You know which cable I'm talking about?
2: Yeah, it's a NEMA 8 cable, is what it is. Okay. That's why you I, I used to have to do this shit like ten times a day at the store. Like literally ten times a day.
0: NemA 8 Power Supply. Yep. Yep, that's it.
2: Yeah, it's a fucking 45-cent cable on Amazon.
0: It's pretty cool.
2: You just couldn't get one that particular shade of white, though, which sucked. Or gray. Off-white, beige? I don't know. Off-white's more Mm -hmm. of a... And they changed their
0: uh, power cords over the years. Like recently, or at least the one I bought, the cord was super like stiff and springy. To me, that just seems shitty. The older ones were really cool. They were this extremely soft, pliable rubber. Maybe they didn't have some kind of copper shielding or something that made them soft. I don't know. But they were very soft, rope-like power cables. You could coil them to really tight circles, and they would just sit like that because they were bendy. And they never held the bend in the cord. And the new ones, if you kink them, the kink stays unless you unbend it.
2: The one thing that Apple has always really done, in my opinion, that's awesome are the fucking MagSafe connectors.
0: Yeah, it's too bad they got rid of that on the uh, MacBook.
1: Well, they're going to keep that on the MacBook Pro, right? Oh, they better. (laughs) I have two of those fucking cables. I got
0: good use out of them. I would just, you know, I would like to still have that. But I think they'll probably go with USB-C. It's hard to tell. The Pro systems are used a lot different than the MacBook. The MacBook's really intended to be used unplugged. No cords all day long. Cause it's got that really low TDP. So theoretically it's max usage is going to lower the battery to on a bad day, six hours versus like two and a half on the pro and hot enough to school. (laughs) Geo. I have to use a noise gate and an active fan over my MacBook pro when I record the show because it starts to throttle because the case is fully like thermal thermally maxed out looks Mm. like we lost roadhouse all right good spot to stop on the back channel